set me. Well, we're back with our reaction. Uh, this will not be for the faint of heart. So NSFW, all that stuff. If you got kids in the car, maybe put the sound lower. Uh, Jerry, joining me. Jerry, thanks for uh, taking the time. And uh, you were in Mobile at Hancock Whitney. Uh, I'll start out like, like this. I've never been a part of a game that started out where we should have totally blown their doors off. And then by the end of the game, uh, we had absolutely no business winning. Uh, pretty bizarre. What'd you see? Uh, I saw a team that basically made them made South Alabama eat their words uh, in the first half when, when one of their defensive linemen earlier in the week said that uh, they're not afraid of our rushing attack. Um, I mean, we ran it up the gut probably three straight drives with ease and to the point where, I mean, we, any other game, I think we break their spirit, but for some reason, as the game went on, maybe it's South Alabama making adjustments. Maybe it's the way we, we, we just lacked the execution, but I started to see a turn when South Alabama scored that first touchdown. Um, we couldn't really respond. And, uh, you know, of course, add in the fact that we missed. I mean, I feel so bad for Nate Snyder, man. I really do. Um, you know, two missed two field goals, missed an extra point. I, it's just you you do stuff like that. You, you turn the momentum of the game around. And, uh, you know, we left seven points off the board off of just missed field goals. And that doesn't help because if you make those field goals, you're going into the locker room with a score of 27 to six, three touchdown lead and the game's out of out of it's just out. It's it's just they, they, it's out of reach. And then all of a sudden in the second half, when the rain starts coming down, South Alabama gets a little bit of life and um, basically just comes back and, I mean, scores. And we just have no offense whatsoever. Like no, no drives that's been sustainable. I don't even know if we got inside the 40 yard line in the second half. Maybe we did. I don't remember, but um, it was, it was a tale of two halves and, the way we looked in the first couple of drives, thank goodness we started out like that because if it weren't for that, we'd be coming. I'd be, I'd be heading home with a loss. I'll just put it to you like that. Well, I mean, we still, we still should have lost the game even with that. But I mean, start from the beginning. We came out with energy. It, it looked like somebody pissed our team off. You know, I, I was getting ready to get on the on the, uh, the the social media platforms and say, "Oh, well, where has this been?" This is the team we've been waiting to see. Chris Smith shoots out of a cannon. We get the ball at the South Al 12, and we punch it in with Imani Bailey, Imani Bailey, and he looked hungry. Offensive line came out just dominating at the point of attack. I mean, it, it was the team that we expected. Then we go out, and South Alabama has a horrible first drive, and Dave told us that they typically do that, so I wasn't surprised by that. Uh, they come out and they they basically I mean, they they were conservative. And, you know, they tried to run it wide, trying to run it up, up tackle and throw an incomplete pass. So defense holes right there. Plus, they had that hold on the kickoff. So we get the ball back basically midfield. We walk it down the field and score with ease. I mean, it looks everything looks like it's it's hitting on all cylinders. Everything looks great. And then what do we do? OK, and I, I don't want to jump into Napier just yet, but we get conservative. We, we, we get conservative when we get a two touchdown lead. This goes back to last year. 
we play like we have a 50 point lead where it, it's nickel and dime. We try to do the nickel and dime approach and I understand why. And, and maybe he was trying to hold on to the football early in the first half or, or in that first quarter. But you realize after those two scores, they left the defense out there to dry. And I know that we went out and we got some more points early in the second half, early in the second quarter, excuse me. But we played about 17 minutes worth of football in that game. We were utterly and completely dominated at the point of attack after, and that's on both offense and defensive side of the ball. After that last touchdown when Nate missed that, that point, uh, point after, after that happened, we were gone. Kane Womack, I always say Womack, it's Womack. Kane Womack and his staff made adjustments. And it was, I mean, it was very obvious to me, especially in that second half. That second half was all South Al all the time. But they came out, made adjustments. We were content to just run the playbook as they prepared for it. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Very bizarre game. Well, I mean, it's it's it, you you just said it. We were out coached in the second half. I mean, there's no excuse for for the lack of adjustments. And to see the way that they came out, the South Alabama came out in the second half. It seems like they were able to get their passing game going a little bit in spite of the rain. And the fact that their rushing attack improves a little bit, and that they were able to sustain drives. And we did nothing to counter it um, to the point where we were calling. We, the, the point of the matter is, man. Look, I'm not a coach. But I have I see enough to where if you're if your passing game's not working in the rain and you're just gushing them for what four or five yards of carry, what why why even try to throw? Especially oh, no. with with the way tonight. I mean, why why even try? You care to guess what run the this, ball. You care to guess what this team was on third down again this in this game? Probably atrocious. Three of ten. Yeah. Three of ten. That, that, so that, 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 that's that is that is awful. So game, we're in game number five, and we'll st- we're still still thirty percent on third down. You know, and, and and I think and look, I mean, when we started throwing the ball, uh, we talked about it before earlier today. You know, you forced Levi to make make them make him throw on you, and you know, receivers couldn't get open, and uh, he had a lot of time. And I got to give our, our our offensive line some credit; they did a great job with pass protection. Offensive but line played well. They tonight. played as they played a base a base zone defense, and they did, they did. But but sometimes when it rains, man, you, you know, you you're not your quarterback's not going to get into a groove. I mean, Levi just didn't get into a groove tonight. Made some decent runs, but outside of that, I mean, he couldn't throw. I mean, what was his stat line? Uh, his stat line was six of sixteen. Was it for six for sixteen for what? Thirty-nine 40 yards. yards. Yeah. Now look, I, and I understand that. And look, they're definitely I mean, no man. There def, definitely was some issues with weather, so th- of course that plays into it. But the guy on the other side was eighteen of twenty-eight for two hundred and forty-seven yards. Now he didn't throw a pick. Um, excuse me, he didn't throw a touchdown, and he didn't throw a pick. But I, I want to say while while we're on this. Our defense for the first time, I think this year was just physical swarming and they, the pursuit of the football in the run game, uh, Brian Hill was, was, he, he had the bulk of the carries, 21 carries for 80 yards, but they made him work for those carries for those yards. And on those carries, man, he, he really, uh, he showed that he could carry the rock. And I thought our defense stood up. I thought the defense was really good tonight, actually. No, the defense saved us. The defense won us the game tonight. Um, again, if you saw again. some of those, even even in spite of 
Yeah, even in spite of a few of those touchdowns that South Alabama scored, South Alabama had to grind for everything that they earned tonight. Yes. And I mean, they had to earn everything. And, you know, that's great and all, but, you know, if the offense could reciprocate and create a, some consistency, I mean, once again, you know, game five, we still haven't played a complete game. And that's concerning to me because tonight we saw a rushing attack that was actually very impressive. But yet the passing game, I mean, the passing game was just, I mean, there was no, I'm not even going to say passing game because it didn't exist. So, Look, I'm just going to leave it at this. We won the game, and I'm happy that we're four and one. But again, as far as as far as championship caliber, um, you know, if you want to if you want to win a championship, uh, this is not this is not the way to go. You're not going to win a championship playing like this. Well, it's so like, it's like we talked about in the pregame. We, we were talking about the trap game situation, and and I said that we've been playing at the level of South Al. Well, they, they all played us tonight. I'm sorry. With, with the exception of the first quarter, South Alabama Jaguars outplayed us in most facets of the game. I mean, they outgained us by 100 yards overall. They, you know, put, uh, yards per play were virtually even. I mean, dude, the, the time of possession for South Al was 36 minutes and 47 seconds. That is domination. You wonder why the defense started giving up long chunk plays in the, at the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter? It's because they've been on the field the entire second And they're half. tired. Yeah, they and got And they're, they're gassed. And what are we doing with four minutes left in a freaking game? We're throwing the football with four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and Monty Bailey's he's averaging 12 yards a carry. And you're throwing the ball. Stop, stop. just ran a red light. Out of bounds. Is this a senior quarterback? With, 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 I mean – what are we doing? That is that is outrageously bad game management. And what is Napier doing about it? Are we are we correcting it? No, we're not. Well, I think what's frustrating about that is, like you said, Imani Bailey just got seven eight yards of carry, and then all of a sudden, you know, three straight plays. I think with four minutes to go, and I and I said it watching, watching, watching in the stadium. I'm like, look, if you if you you run the ball, even if you get a three and out, you milk at least two minutes off the clock, at least. And yet we threw three straight incompletions and we might've milked what, 10 seconds to where you gave South Alabama an extra minute and a half to possibly not only march down the field, but get in field goal range. And that's, that's just bad game management. I I thought that wasn't, there's, there's, you know, look again, not being a coach here, but I, I don't, I don't understand the logic behind that. Um, you, you don't have you know, to be a coach to have common, I, I, common sense. You don't have to be a coach to see yeah. that there's four minutes left on the clock. Four minutes left on the clock. Your your team as a whole is averaging seven plus yards a carry. Why on earth are you throwing the football in the rain? Why is your starting quarterback running out of bounds? Run the damn clock. What are you yeah. doing? And and look to that point. Billy Napier is a game management nightmare. He has been for a long time. Go back to App State last year when we were all losing our minds about the damn uh, uh, safety that should have never happened. I mean, that's just one example I can think of. But there have been many, many times where, where you, you, you're looking at this and you're going, why the hell is he doing what he's doing? Play calling tonight as a whole, bad, very bad. Well, it's it's it's. <sighs> Sometimes I tend to I tend to joke about this, but coaches sometimes outcoach themselves. They try to get too cute. They try to get too fancy. And really, a lot of times, it's the the answer is pretty simple. When you're getting seven eight yards a carry, and your running backs are gushing their their front seven, why would you like, especially on a night where your quarterback can can can't even 
buy his way into completing a pass. Why, why would you even consider running, running passing plays? Like, why would you even try to throw the ball? I mean, look, I remember a game against, uh, I think it was when we played ULM back in 2016, we went up to Monroe. It was a, it was a storm. Okay. Just a monsoon and, and up, up there. And I think we might've gotten like, I don't even know if we completed a pass. I think we maybe attempted like six passes all game, but we just ran the ball the entire time because we just couldn't throw. Like there's situations, whether it's, you know, uh, weather related or just the fact that you're not clicking where, look, man, some your, 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 your game plan has to, has to change a little bit. And I just felt like tonight, maybe he's trying to build confidence in Levi. Maybe he's trying to get some groove in the passing game, but it just wasn't there. And when it's four minutes left in the game, and you're you're gushing their front seven, and your running backs were able to get six or seven yards to carry. You know, you 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 throw the ball three straight plays and get a three and out. I just don't I don't understand the logic behind it. Um, that's not something that I can go. Oh yeah, wow, smart smart call. You know. Now granted, you know we like to say that if it worked, then oh it's a genius call. But even then, I was, still would have doubted it. Like, why are you doing that? So. I think that, look, the coaches are going to have to go back to the drawing board this week. They get 10 days to, to, to prepare for this, but I, I don't know what the solution is. But I'll tell you this, our offense is just not – it's not where it needs to be, man. Not only that, it's getting it's worse. It's not where it needs to be. And, and I'll say yeah, another – I mean – I'll say another thing. Look, if you need to give Levi some confidence in game five of year five, we got bigger problems. I mean, that is not the time to get his rhythm going. That is the time to hold on to the football and get your five, six, seven yards to carry like we were averaging. I mean, there's so many things I want to say. I'm trying to keep it between the lines here. Um, You know, people are going to look at special teams like we talked about, and they're going to say, well, Nate left seven points on the board. Yeah, he did. But you know what else special teams did? They kick covered well. They did a great job in coverage on punts and kicks. Uh, Chris Smith ran that ball back to the 12. That was a huge play in the game. And we blocked a PAT. So I think I'm going to call special teams a wash for tonight. Wasn't great. Wasn't horrible. I mean, we we made some plays to win it, made some plays to lose it. Call it a wash. We have an issue at kicker. Everybody can see it. Maybe another game under Nate's belt will be good for him and he can find some confidence. We know he can do it. It's terrible that, you know, this situation is even happening, but here we are. Um, defensively, we, again, bailed our offense and our team out yet again. And Billy gets freaking lucky somehow again. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. The guy's got like a, a, a – I don't know. I don't know how he does it. But but <laughs> there's so many things. Well, you, know, you hate to see Montreal fumble right there late in the third quarter. That was – or no, that was early in the fourth quarter that he fumbled. That was tough. Um, that was a momentum killer. I think that was a little yeah. bit of a mo- momentum killer. Gave gave South Alabama a spark. Um, well, and, you know, and look, Jerry, give you got to give them some credit. They did what we thought they were going to do. They muddied the game up. They were gritty. They they really put forth a hard fought effort. So uh, even on the fumble, the guy, the nose tackle, they grabbed them. They made a play. I mean, they made a play, and we made enough plays to win the game. And and you always want to win. But I'm not going to sit here and listen to these coaches hide behind the fact that. Oh, it was a road game and oh, we got the win and oh, it was raining. Yes, all of that shit is true, but that don't tell me that. I watched the game. We got we got our asses kicked from the beginning of the second quarter through the rest of the game and we did very little in the way of responding offensively. Well, we didn't adjust and that's what's so frustrating. Oh, we absolutely. did nothing to adjust. And and I, I 
you know, it's like I said, it's one thing to stick with the game plan, but you have to improv, especially where you have certain scenarios where like, the, like I said, weather becomes a factor. You just don't have momentum and, and we didn't do that. And then, uh, you know, here we are, we had to depend on the South Alabama kicker to miss a field goal. Now, look, Kane Womack coached to win tonight and, uh, you know, sure going forward on that, look, going forward on that fourth and goal. I mean, look, he's going to kick himself. Uh, for a long time going, should I have just taken the points? That would look, and tr- that, and trust in my defense. That's another gift. That's another gift. That guy was wide ass open. They schemed him open. And I don't know if yeah. he just slipped or if the ball was wet, but that's another seven points that should be on the board for them. You know what I mean? This this whole, you know, and, and I don't want to yeah. get too far into it, but this whole idea that Billy Napier is some wizard at, at halftime and all these adjustments happen in the second Second half, maybe when Rob Sale was here and maybe when all these other guys that left were here, maybe that was true. But if it's not true in 2021, buddy, I'm telling you, I don't think we get any better in the second half. Well, I don't I, look, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I think I think we are starting to see the effects of the absence of some of these assistant coaches who have moved on, um, especially no a Rob Sale, um, you know, and and. and I've noticed over the past couple of seasons, we have been a second half team this year. not so much. I mean, if you let's, let's go back one by one, you look at Texas. We really didn't do much in the second half Nichols. I mean, we actually almost lost the second half. Uh, Ohio was really the only game where we were able to come out, but we had all that momentum. Georgia Southern took a few big defensive stops. Didn't really have much of a second half. And then tonight, I mean, we we were non-existent. And so we did not score after the second quarter. Did not score. No, it, it's a tale of two halves. And um, as the season goes on, I mean, like we talked about before, this was the game where we really had to click. This was the perfect scenario to, or perfect game to have a scenario of really trying to get momentum going. Because once again, look, the schedule does not get easier. I mean, you've got App, you've got Arkansas State, you've got Georgia State, you've got Liberty. You've got teams that are, are a lot better than the team we played tonight. And and if we don't get it, get it fixed soon, you're looking at, you're looking at some trouble. So the, the best thing that could have happened tonight was we get a 10-day break. Uh, we get 10 days to regroup. We get 10 days of our guys to evaluate themselves. I know there's going to be coaches. They're going to they're gonna be looking at film, and they're not going to be happy with what they see. Uh, so, look, I watched some of that app game today against Georgia State. They are – they're app. I mean, that's really the only way I can describe it. And thankfully, the game's at home. But uh, we're, we're going to have to get our act together, man. Uh, again, we still haven't played a complete game yet. We still haven't clicked in all phases offensively. Um, you know, the play calling has been very suspect. The passing game, it's so hot cold. I mean, it's almost like maybe it's almost like every other week. Like one week we throw well, the next week we don't. Last week we threw well, this week we didn't. Maybe next week it'll be different. We can we can be more effective with the passing game. But in spite of that, we still haven't played a complete game. And somehow we're four, we're four and one. And, and I don't want, and look, I know people, you know, you got the sunshine pumpers. Oh, we're four and one. Don't complain. Well, again, I want to win a conference championship. And what I'm looking at right now, that is not a team that's going to be holding up the Sunbelt Conference Championship trophy come December if we don't get get our act together and start improving. That's right. And and back to your point about uh, Womack coaching the win, two fake punts. I mean, look, as, as as bad as the first result was, the second one was huge for them, huge momentum swing. So... I don't, I don't know. And we've said this before. We don't coach. We're not attacking people anymore. You know, for a little bit there in no. the first quarter, it felt like we were attacking them. And what's weird is that we attacked their run defense, which is the strength of their team. And we dominated it at times, but we couldn't complete yep. a pass. Yep. 
that, that, that's, yep. that was a strange thing about it. It was like, you know, they stacked the box and we still couldn't complete a pass. But we were able to find – like, Imani Bailey was amazing tonight. I, you know, I want to see that guy get more carries. And we talk about carry load and stuff all the time. But it, it feels like he's he's kind of like our between-the-tackle guy. And he has that breakaway speed that that Chris has. But Chris feels more like a, a big play guy, like a Kale guy. Well, look at that third touchdown he scored. I mean, look at the look at look at the way look at the way he bobbed and weaved his way through the front seven and just basically yeah. dragged like two defenders in the end zone with him. Right. And he's not even that big of a guy, you know. He's he's an elusive back, but just you know, just look at his skills, look at what he's been able to do, and look how he's been able to. The, the, or better yet, look at the vision he has on the field and the way he's able to move in between in between defenders. I mean, that, that's such a heavy that's such a heavy trait to have. It's such a great trait to have. And if you get Montreal Johnson a little more carries and he's able to do his thing, and even Chris Smith tonight has had a few big plays, had that touchdown run, which was beautiful. If you're able to do those things, man, and they're, they're able to click, at that point, you know, you really, you know, it's great to balance. It's great that Billy likes to balance uh, his offense with a passing game, but it's almost like you can be a, a run, you can almost be a run-heavy offense because like tonight, for example, six for 16 for 40 yards or 39 yards in the passing game, and we still had, what, almost 250 yards rushing. To me, that's good enough. Like, that's good enough as long as you run the ball with, with discipline. I mean, if Montreal Johnson doesn't fumble um, in that, uh, was it, the, in the third quarter and hold that drive, we might have scored because we were gushing it up da- down, down their throats. So, I mean, right. I, I really like the run game. I think the offensive line, you know, we were worried about uh, Rubio going down. The offensive line picked up from where they left off two weeks ago. And so yeah, – It did. It did look good. I, I, maybe – yeah, so I'm all about I'm all about the rushing attack and using these guys more often, all three of them. Let them get their carries and spread the wealth. Look, you're going to have to do that against staff. You're going to have sure. to beat them like that. But you know, I mean, I I, I don't I mean a passing game like this. You're not you're not you're not beating App. I mean, you're, you're going to have to run the ball, and um, like I said, you're going to they're going to have to find ways to to, re, to regroup because um, the passing game tonight it was so weird, man. And I know it's raining and all, but. Even then, man, like it just receivers could get open, and it just—I mean, look, I—I I, we, we talked about it. Was it Corey Batoon, their uh, their DC? Yeah, he had a game plan ready for the passing game, and it showed. Yep. Yeah, and just uh, Levi, you know, Levi couldn't complete a pass tonight, but he he did run twelve times for fifty-six yards and a touchdown. So he added added in the rushing game, and it was good to see him, you know, be part of the rushing game. We talk about that all the time, and I understand again. Inclement weather is what it is, but the other guy on the other side was able to complete passes. So, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's not one of those zero sum games. Like we've, we've got to do better. And, uh, and, and I mentioned special teams and I forgot to mention Reese. I wanted to say Reese had a great game. He punted five times for a 50, almost a 50 yard average. So he helped flip the field a few he times. He flipped the field. Yeah, he did. He flipped the field a few times, even in spite of the, you know, the, 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 the slippery surface and, the wet ball and everything. He did a great job maintaining that and able to, he was able to flip the field quite a few times, had some good bounces to it. Didn't feel any pressure, you know, punting didn't let, cause I look South Alabama sent a few guys uh, quite often to try to, to try to go for the block. And I thought he did a great job uh, containing that. So now Reese, Reese has been clutch, man. He's been so consistent and just, uh, I mean, we're going to, we're going to miss him because he, he's a fantastic punter, but um yeah, I, I again, I know we talk about the missed field goals. I, I really feel for Nate, but I, I think it's between the ears. Um, we we have to our, our our kicking game. I mean, it has to get better, man. I mean, we're we're gonna 
we might drop a game or two and if we if we continue missing field goals. That has to improve. I don't know how it's going to improve. I don't know if we maybe give the freshman kicker a chance. I don't know. Heck, go go have a, a tryout. I don't know. All I know is that uh, that's going to have to improve. And that, that goes for Nate. And, and look, I, like I said, I like Nate, but uh, and he knows that. But you know, we're, we're, we can't we, we can't afford we can't afford to miss field goals. We just can't. We can't leave seven points off the board off of missed field goals. One thing that really sucks is that he made that second field goal and uh, and they called timeout. The South, I think South Al jumped off. No, they jumped. Yeah, yeah, they jumped. He drilled it too, right down the middle. I know. Drilled man. it right down the middle, and um, it was a forty-seven yard field goal. Um, uh, yeah, that's correct. Forty-seven yard field goal, but yeah. Uh, overall, though, I gotta admit though that there, the South Alabama Stadium, Hancock Whitney Stadium, very impressed. It's a perfect fit for what they have. Uh, it looks like there's a good. Um, campus presence uh, with the state surrounding the stadium uh, with the students. The student turnout was impressive. Even with the rain, I thought the fan attendance was okay. Um, they they really needed that. They really needed that. And and I was very pleased in spite of the weather with their facilities. Um, they, they really have a lot of commitment to their football program. And I think this program's on the up and up and it's only going to get better for them. But I'm just glad we were able to get the win tonight and our series record now goes to eight and two against South Alabama. And uh, that team has a future. That team has a future, but that oh, doesn't I change agree. the fact that we need to get better. I, I agree that South Al's on the way up. Uh, I was impressed by him, honestly. Uh, I, I, you know, people are going to laugh at this, but I really did feel bad for him when they missed that kick because first of all, and obviously it's a little bit tongue in cheek, but you got to feel for him, man. They did everything they could to win that game in the, Guy makes, misses a 36-yard kick. You know, ah, man, that's, that's tough. That's a tough way to lose. It's tough way. It is. A, it's a tough way to lose. But, you know, it's better than us losing and, and us talking about <laughs> dropping a game after being up by 20 points like I mean, we if, used to all the time. If I can we be honest. We used to be on that end, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But and, and I'll say this. If I can be honest, I mean, in my mind, the way that I feel after this game, that's a loss. I mean, I know we walk away with it in the, in the win column. But it feels like a loss. I feel horrible right now. We we are not a good team. We, I mean, we're not. No, we're we're not. And 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 we're too inconsistent. We're we're not we're not clicking uh, still through five games. Um, and I don't think again, you you yeah, it doesn't get much easier from here on out. Um, For a team with this I, much experience, we should not look like that's, this. That's what's concerning. You know, the 20 year starters returning and blah, 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 blah. And just it, it doesn't look like that. I mean, we look like we look like a team that that's trying to find an identity. It's not there right now. Um, I, I don't know what to say, man. It's 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 weird to watch because that first quarter and a half that we talked about looked like a team that that I'm I mean, we're looking at them and I'm like, OK, this is this is this is us. This is who we are. And then all of a sudden you just, you lose it in the second half. And now you're back to, oh, here we go again. Let's find a way that that CDS starts to kick in. That Cajun disaster syndrome starts to kick in. And you're just like, how are we going to lose tonight? You know, and luckily, uh, luckily their field goal kicker wasn't, wasn't up to par. And, um, you know, like you said, you, you, you have to feel for South Alabama a little bit, but it's better than us being on the losing end. Yeah. Hey, last thing, and I'll let you get out of here. Did you see if Farad went back in the game after he got injured? I did not. I did not. I was. Um, I, I. I wasn't on. I wasn't able to see it. I wasn't on the field in the second half. Uh, he. was kind of. They were. He was. He was walking. When he walked off. Um, so I, I didn't. I, I wasn't sure if he was. He was there. But man, I, I think he's not a hundred percent. I mean, he, he's. 
and we like, once again we can't afford to lose him. Um, he 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 made some plays tonight. Um, yeah, heck, that whole defense, the, the entire defense made plays tonight. So, but look, we we got the win, and uh, we're four and one, but still not playing up to par where we need to be, and uh, got ten days to uh, figure it out. I hope that performance doesn't affect attendance for next Tuesday. So. I don't think it will. Look, you, you still won the game, and it's apt. So I, I, I'd really be surprised if people go, oh, darn, we're 4-1, but we haven't been playing as well as we should. I don't want to go. Uh, I still think that crowd should be a very impressive crowd, and we need Cajun Field to be rocking come Tuesday night on October 12th because, look, app, they're, they're clicking on all cylinders right now, and uh, we need all the fan support we can to, to stop that momentum on their part, and uh, we, need to, we need to find our identity as we right now. So. Yeah, they they look just terrifying. So anyway, we'll get more into that next week. But thanks to everybody for listening. We'll let you go. No, it's late. Uh, as always, good to get a W. Go Cajuns.